Welcome to The Overanalysis, an episode-by-episode -episode discussion of the Netflix series The OA. I'm Talia Ripley. And I'm Ethan Crane. In this podcast, we'll discuss each episode just after watching. So we've got no idea where the plot's going and there's no spoilers for any future episodes. We've just been discussing the seventh episode of part two, Nina Azarova. In our discussion, I give more tedious and ask for advice about childbirth. We wonder about Hap's weird methodology for recording information with earworms and wonder how long it takes to train a psychic octopus. So uh, I must say I was quite pleased that this episode started with uh, Kareem breaking the door of the house down. I like that. I've forgotten how much I like Kareem's investigations in the series. He's with the police. So I, is, don't, yeah. I don't know if that counts. As, obviously he's there, but he's it's a police matter. So he must have gone to the police. Yeah. So let's work out. When we last saw him, Yeah. he was at the house with... Carrying Fo Fola. 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 Um, I've got to name one again. Fola. <laughs> not Michelle or yeah. Buck or yeah. anyone. It was Fola. Fola. Yeah. Uh, so let's say, like, filling in the gaps, he must have uh, gone to the hospital. They did... Taken photos to the hospital. Taken yeah. photos to the hospital. Uh, did some tests on... They've done some tests on him and on Fowler. Yeah. Kept Fowler in. Yeah. He's gone off. He's gone back to the house. Um, he's not going to sleep at all, though, is he? Getting he's asleep. <laughs> he's, too, he's too cool for that. So, and then he's gone to the police yeah. and said... I have reason to believe that the missing uh, child is in this house. Yeah. Um, and they're okay, fine. And they go along with that. What, but it, what I liked was the fact that the police seem to have fallen, taken his word for it. That the, that the, I mean, he does have this other child that he's got in hospital with some kind of evidence that something's yeah. going on in this house. But these are the police who we've seen interact with him before and they don't really like him, do they? That, that one, the, do you remember when he was in a police station in one of the early episodes of this series? Sort of one of them sort of likes him, and yeah. the other one sort of doesn't like him. Yeah, they? yeah. But well, there was no, there was no talking for quite a long time, wasn't there? In the first bit, and they sort of they break into the house and they walk upstairs, and you can just see them following behind, and they're sort of feeling it's a bit, it's a bit creepy, and they're kind of taking his word for it, and then he just gets to the room, and there's kind of like it's um brick wall. It's a brick wall. Yeah. Oh God, I'm confused about the house. I think that last episode, obviously, we really screwed up. We didn't really know what was going on. The last the episode end. where where Kareem yeah. and Prairie were in the house. Yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. But it's kind of all um, it's kind of all made okay, isn't it? By the fact that we know that they were basically hallucinating from the from the gas that they were inhaling. Well, come on, that's the story. Obviously, yeah. that's that's not supposed to be really what they're doing. That's just the the that's the oh you know it was kids on PCP story that it's not really not really the truth that's I don't think just anyone takes PCP anymore that's what they always say in, I don't know maybe I think that was in 1980s and 90s uh, I watch old TV old TV series <laughs> I don't think PCP is really something that people take nowadays oh, no. anyway no anyway, anyway um, yeah so I, I, I kind of yeah I, I wasn't I, really sure what's what we were meant to think about that, really. Well, we meant to, I, yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, I'm way confused about the geography of that house, but obviously the whole geography of that house, yeah, the geography of the house is a isn't thing. It? Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. So yeah. it's fine. I don't get it, I yeah. think. Um, so you're supposed to, I don't know, you're supposed to say he's he's being just rational. He's thinking yeah. something's going on. He's also, obviously, he's. we know from a bit later on, he's anxious about the OA. He's trying to, he feels she's entrapped in the house as well. 
So he's trying to get her out. Oh, what, you think that he's told the police that she's trapped there as well? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, where else would she be? I guess, yeah. So, as far as he's aware. Yeah. So he's... Uh, always, always, as I say, you know, obviously, I think this scene is supposed to show us that the forces of... Uh, the powerful force of rationality and the police are not going to solve the puzzle. No. Not the brute force of shooting things and... Yeah, they're all Just drawing their guns it. and thinking they might shoot things, but that's that's not that's not the no, way. Yeah. No. Okay. Yes. So the next bit, we do find out where the OA is. Well, she's asleep under a bush. Yeah, I thought in... she thought it was dead. It does look like a dead body initially, doesn't it? It's quite yeah. a creepy look. And I really like her walking around that area of San Francisco, just in bare feet, mm. and then the rather fabulous dress that she wore to the club the yeah. night before. Yeah, yeah. it's looking good. Don't she... want... I imagine in San Francisco you get a few people wandering around like yeah, that. Yeah, it's probably not. I think people would go... Oh, she got a few looks, but not that many. Yeah. In it's reality, like, she'd yeah. probably actually get less than that. Yeah, think. probably. But again, I like the fact that she's drawn to water. She's thirsty and has a drink. Yes, you always like that, don't you? Do you like that? Yeah, no, people thinking about their re rehydration. <laughs> she's been... Who knows when she asked Although there's a special meaning for her with the water. Well, here, yes, so yeah. it splashes on her face and somehow, yeah. as we sort of see later on, um, this is the big link between her and, and Nina, Nina. Yeah. And also, water's played a big part in. Well, yeah, the bus everything. crashing off the bridge into the her drowning in the water. Yeah, yeah no, but not just that. Just in previous episodes, we've seen water as being symbolic or important. Like there was water in, especially in the house episode. You know, when they were going in, there was water. Yes. Them in, and yeah. that again reminded you of her drowning. And then there's like water coming out of the little model of the. Yeah, out the round window at the, the top. Round window. Yeah. And water, like when water was splashed on Kareem and. Fowler at the end, that seems to wash oh, away the hallucination or wash away yes. the ageing or Are you suggesting something? water has some even bigger bigger significance here there than, than just... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, yeah. But, so what happens when she, she gets that flashback and she sees something that only Nina would have seen? Well, she sees she sees the key ring with the eye... With the eye Mm -hmm. um, attachment on it yeah. and she sees oh, Nina yeah. on the boat when she's having a half stack yes. with the, the very beginning of the first episode I miss the, the queuing bit so that's yeah. the message to her that this is important yeah this is so is it kind of saying here. that Nina's well her her memory of Nina's her patchy memory of Nina's memories is giving her this message is it yes or Nina's trying to talk tell through her tell her something yeah, yeah her yeah. trapped her, Nina is trapped yeah. We don't know what that would be like to be trapped in somebody's subconscious. It sounds like one of those Black Mirror no. episodes where you're stuck behind somebody's eyes. Yeah. You yes. can't do anything. It has to say, this episode kind of um, adds weight to your your questions uh, from a few episodes ago when you were saying, well, what happened to Nina exactly? What's yeah. where is Where is Nina? Where's yeah, Nina's personality? Sort of over it, Nina. Yeah, yeah so that's... And you thought that the, you thought that Prairie sort of didn't seem to really care about and that's, and that's to really care about Nina, and that's sort no. of borne out in this episode, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's sort of yeah. so. Yeah, she's made to care about. It. So that's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We are we are finding out. We will find out more about. It. <laughs> um, so then we see Kareem and Folk. They're in the hospital. Folk yes. in the hospital. She's got the dog on with him. Yeah, she's like I was doing perfectly fine in there. I may have been hallucinating and looking like I was three thousand years old, but I knew what I was doing. So butt out, Mister. <laughs> Classic teenager, really. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I mean, to be fair, she seems to have her head screwed on more than anyone in this in this series. I think she seems quite level headed. She's got an a goal and objection, yeah. and she's getting on with it. Really, yeah. that's true. Objective rather than objection, maybe. Thank you. <laughs> um. So, 
We don't see any more of her in the rest of the episode, actually, do we? No, I mean, we imagine that she'll get out of hospital and go straight back to the... Uh, straight back yeah, to the house again. Presumably yeah. already by the end of the episode. Does everyone who goes back to the house have to go through the tunnel from the club? Is that the is that the idea? Is... Um, you know, because that's the, the doorway from the club is the... One of the clues, isn't it, for getting into the house sure. on the game? Of course. So does she have to go back to the club and through the tunnel to get there? Yeah, I guess. You thought she might have bumped into Scott on his way in. Do you not think a few of those club goers who, you know, club goers are often quite out of their heads, do you not think a few of them would have wandered around and wandered into that doorway by mistake? I think some of them would have done. I yeah. think they'd probably they'd have got they wouldn't have been worthy and they'd have stopped quite no. soon. Yes. I liked one thing that Fola said when she's talking to Cream in hospital and she said uh, she's saying you know what do you think I'm going to do like go and get a good tech job a nice life it's a bit mm. like a train spotting speech in some way wasn't it yeah choose life choose a tech job um, mm. uh, and he says well why don't you just go and study philosophy she says I am studying philosophy just not in churches <laughs> or mm. I am studying religion mm. and philosophy mm. just mm. not in churches yeah. I kind of, I was kind of on her side a bit there. I thought, yeah, I mean, maybe this is the most interesting thing that'll ever happen to her in her life. Maybe she should just pursue it. Well, it's yeah. a question of, I mean, we still don't really know how this game thing works. Um, I've got a feeling maybe we won't ever because maybe yeah. it's hard. It's hard to show that in a television way, isn't it? To show, show somebody's experience of this Playing kind game. of game. So we don't really get an idea of what her philosophical journey is. No, what what you don't think we're ever going to find that out? What's oh, going on in the house? Yeah, I think we're going to find out something about it, surely. E- oh, I suppose we will. Okay, yeah. we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we get the nurse coming in, giving the little explanation we talk about, about mercury sulfide. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mercury toxicity, and um, you need to detox, which I thought was a bit fucking like what? What do you need to do to detox from mercury sulfide? Do you think? I don't know. I mean, detoxing like medically isn't actually a thing they just mean breathing essentially uh, carrying on <laughs> carrying on breathing come out yeah. um, urinating pooing yeah. whatever yeah so they weren't really sure maybe just don't eat any more mercury um i don't know what you do to get rid of i don't know is it it's one of those things you can't get rid of actually mercury I, anyway I don't, know. I don't know yeah i remember food chain something like that yeah don't eat tuna so and then next we see um, Nina being spotted by the concierge at her block oh, of flats. Great. He's, I like the concierge. She's he's good. A good guy. He's one of those guys, isn't he? Who, who's one of those very loyal to the the people in the apartment sort of thing. Yes. Like I whatever they do yes. is fine. We yeah. said before that he, yeah. he's got his uses. Yeah. Um, and he starts going on about. I like her saying him listing all these boyfriends of hers. Yeah. So there was this man. They go your boyfriend, and then another man who wasn't your boyfriend. Another man who might be your boyfriend. So who are all these people that he's talking about who've been to up to the her apartment? Well, obviously, when she, he says your boyfriend, that's was, Ruskin. Pierre Ruskin. Yeah. Do you think um, Kareem has been up to? Yeah, Kareem said he went to. He yeah. went to the flat. Okay, didn't he? so Kareem yeah. was there. Yeah. There's only two of them. Yeah, so maybe Hap. Do you think Hap would have gone there? Might possibly. Have done. Yeah, might have done. Anyway, um, it doesn't really matter, does it? It's just I do of... like the little conversation where she says about. She said, um, "Oh, he isn't my boyfriend, or at least he is, but he doesn't remember me." And then saying, "Actually, I do have another boyfriend, but I haven't met him yet." <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Well, I I thought she sort of means. Homer is her boyfriend. Oh, I thought Homer was the one she was talking about. He is my boyfriend, but he doesn't remember me. I thought that was yeah, Homer. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Oh, I suppose. Oh, and so Ruskin is the boyfriend who is actually my boyfriend. But, but I, I haven't, haven't met, met him, him yet. yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah. 
So they come up. And the flat's been ransacked. And the flat's been ransacked. Who ransacked the flat? (sighs) So, because when the guy's saying, I saw these three guys, he's saying, he didn't let anybody in. He wouldn't let anybody in because he super knows what he's doing, concierge. But he's saying, yeah, but he says something like, oh, this must have been when, I can't remember his name, Bobby was on overnight or something like that. Right, right, right. So he's Um, let someone in. So he's let somebody in. So we don't know who that is. They were looking for, I mean, presumably they were looking for the eye thing. They were looking for the... Uh, well, and if they're looking for the eye thing, then you think that was Ruskin, really, wouldn't you? Although, what is the point of, like, when you have digital information, you, you could be, there's no point trying to take it back, is there? It's it's a infinitely copyable kind of thing. No, although if if it was Ruskin looking for the... I thing with the, the USB inside it with that video on it of Dr. Rhodes then he's obviously had some kind of disagreement with, with Nina where she's got this video and she's going to do something with it and he's trying to get it back. Well that seems the most likely explanation uh, doesn't it? Nick, maybe not. I mean what no? if Nina and him are in cahoots and okay in a world in which the Nina's quite a very different character and she is continue you know she's well into that she's got this information from dr rhodes shared it with him just said oh this is something we've got to keep quiet on but then so they've been together and in on this and they've got an agreement that she only keeps things in i just follow me here yeah yeah, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're only going to keep things in my little magic eye usb stick yeah and then nina goes a bit weird on him and doesn't seem to want to see him or know him and then he's like oh maybe she's not going to stick to our agreement i'd better get the magic eye usb stick back what and the reason he thinks she's gone weird on him is because she's now become prairie yeah 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 exactly and yeah mm, possibly oh he's not definitely ruskin who broke in obviously no but, yeah no and Somehow, I also don't think Nina's going to be as shitty as that either. I think Nina is going to be essentially a reasonably decent person, albeit one with a sex drink and issues. Yes, so we hear later. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. So I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, we don't really know, do we? But, but she... presumably that's what they wanted. They wanted the copy of this. This video is the thing. Actually, the reason why I think I've, I doubt that it was Ruskin is because... Someone's been playing one of the tapes, haven't they, from the um, the tapes of her dreams that she does yeah. in the club. Presumably Ruskin knows all about those tapes. I mean, he's not going to not know about those, is he? Or has she been has she been selling that service to the club without him knowing? Yeah. No, I mean, the tapes aren't for the club, are they? I mean, the tapes are for... Well, the tapes of her performance in the club, are. aren't they? You know, and as, as one of the club owners right. says later... I just thought they were... Oh, yeah, he does say later, doesn't he? He says later, I, my club was nothing until you came in and started doing your dream performances. So maybe she, maybe Ruskin doesn't know that she's doing these dream performances. Is that different from the octopus performance? Well, no, it is the octopus performance. But well, I think the octopus became became part of it later. Old, old night, isn't it? Well, the more you think about it, the more confusing it is, really, isn't it? <laughs> Is that you saying that because we're not doing a very good job of making sense of well, what is going on? Well, when you try and piece all the bits together and suddenly, you, suddenly you're thinking, yeah, okay, you've got these tapes, you've got these recording her dreams, and you think, 
It's a fucking octopus. Yeah, okay. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 but so I was thinking that the dreams, the tapes were just a thing between her and Ruskin because Ruskin likes recording dreams. Yeah. But you think that was a recording of all her shows at the club? All I'm saying is, I, I thought that Ruskin would have known all about the tapes, and so if he was the one who broken in, it seems unlikely he'd be playing the tapes because he'd know what was on them already. He wouldn't want to be playing them. Well, so maybe if he got them, I don't know. Maybe well, if he got them, they're saying important. Um, but if he doesn't know about the tapes, then maybe he would be playing them. Also, yeah. how is the tape still playing? Because, you know, we all know a C90 only has 45 minutes on each side. I suppose unless you have one of those reverse auto... What do you mean it's still playing? Well, they come in, somebody's ransacked, started playing the tape, yeah. and they hear it, don't they? They hear a scream, it's all a bit weird and creepy, and they realise the tape's still oh, playing. Oh, right, the tape's still playing, yeah. Why would you leave the tape playing? Me? Someone's been there really recently. Yeah. Or maybe? Yeah. Yeah, really recently and then run away. Yeah. But that's not a kind of idea that we sort of pick up on. No. I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. But anyway. But anyway. so uh, then then we go to Homer in yes. his flat and Hap, t- Hap turns up. That's true. But mm. shouldn't we say that this is isn't this where the point where she realizes this is a key thing that she find thinks about the USB stick? Doesn't oh, she? Oh yes, yes, she she Thinks yes. about the, yeah, she picks up the keys and she and pulls the top off. Slightly, slightly contrived plot point, I thought. Like you know, finding the thing that's. Uh, well, she had, had Cream thinks it's contrived a bit later yeah. in the episode. Yeah, although she does, she does have a little flashback flashback about it. I suppose when she's at the water fountain earlier, doesn't she? So maybe that's sort of allowable as far as like yeah, storytelling yeah. goes. Yeah. yeah, you know, we've seen the eye thing yeah. then, and then she sort of gets. Oh, no, no, I think that's okay. okay. I think that's okay. Yeah. yeah uh, sorry. Okay. So to. Dr. Robertson Hap. Yes. Dr. Uh, Roberts is doing manly chin-ups. He's doing chin-ups, yeah. And his flatmates are around, aren't they? Remember the really the really still the really quiet breakfast they were having when we first see um his flat. Are they really like in the scene? Are you yeah, because one of them one of them calls I think one of them lets Dr. Percy in and says, Oh, oh. oh, oh he's Dr. Roberts is upstairs kind of thing. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that. It's just like the like seeing the sort of like the Social atmosphere of that flat is quite, in, quite interesting. Yeah. Their way of storing bicycles is unique. I was going to mention that. Yes, yeah. they didn't look. They didn't look actually like they were bikes in their the bikes you'd use all the time. They looked like they were artwork almost. They were in yeah. those little, these little stands, but or maybe that's how you store bikes inside. They're really, and they keep them really clean. Yeah, clean actually, machine. I can imagine maybe you do bring them in like that. I mean, in in the UK, we would tend to hang them from the ceiling, wouldn't we? People do that in very small flats. Uh, no, yes. they were like putting them on the mantel, on the sort of mantelpiece. Maybe thing. that's sometimes they do that too. Maybe that's just enough. Fun, fun. It seemed quite pointed though, didn't it? The bikes thing. Well, I think it's really in the background just, of the scene. This kind of oh yeah, yeah, it is like some set director said. Yeah, I think we'll spice not one bike, two bikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I like this scene with uh, with uh, Hap and Doctor Roberts because. Because it's, it's basically ha- completely gaslighting him, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like Dr. Roberts is kind of thinking, I've got you. I, I think you didn't. I know about Rachel. I know yes. Rachel didn't go to that other yeah. asylum. And then Hap says, I didn't want to tell you this, but, but Rachel's dead. She's cut her own throat. And then he goes into saying how um, how that uh, Dr. Roberts has got too close to the patients and that he's starting yeah. to believe their own theories. He's believing to become delusional. Yeah, and you can see in poor Dr. Roberts' eyes yeah. that he's believing Hap now, isn't he? And he's thinking, yes, I think I have got a bit mad. And he's being, Hap's being really kind, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Kind and that's, just, I like that side of Hap, the kind of, 
Um, oh, it's such an evil side as well, though, isn't it? I know. But he's, <laughs> you know, kind. he's saying things like, you know, you're so good. That's one of your strengths, one of your qualities that you empathise with others. Yeah. You know, it's like he's being nice boss, but he's going to be the great father figure that yeah. will help him out of it. But there's, uh, when they're listening to the tape that um, Dr. Roberts has made of Scott talking, it's quite a lot of interesting information on the tape, isn't there? They're yes. talking about... Uh, so Dr. Roberts asks Scott what happened when he died, wasn't that? And he says that there was an old woman there, mm-hmm. which I'm guessing is BBA, or, or or maybe not BBA, but that made me think of BBA at least. I thought this uh, was maybe a... This isn't a scene that we've actually seen in... No, I mean, are they... You, you're no, talking about because... jumping, jumping from the... The dimension where they've all been kidnapped into this dimension is that yeah, what? Yeah, I guess so. But he yeah. said about dying rather than jump rather than dimension jumping. Didn't yeah, he? but we all yeah. know that you need to die when you dimension jump. Robert was talking about being in a warehouse as well, wasn't he? Talking true. about being in a warehouse. Being in a warehouse, and and then and he, the, the OA was there. But she, he calls her something else. He calls her Bren or something. Y- yeah. Um. And he says Hap was there, but he had a British accent. Yes. Yeah. He is a British actor, isn't he? he what do you think? There's a I think another, at some another... point he's going to put on a remarkably good British accent, <laughs> really. Um, but, and he said that she laughed and kissed him. That the LA... Yes, which is a bit of a foreshadow of what we hear later, isn't it, about how when Elodie says to, to Prairie that she needs Hap. And like she can't escape Hap. Hap is sort of part of her. So do you think there's yeah. a like various realities, and one of them she's has a relationship with Hap? Possibly, which Ooh, is it's which a bit is icky. But it's really, that's really good. I think that's re- that's a really good sort of storyline yeah. where you know you think you th- she thinks that Hap is the person she has to get away from at all costs. The evil, this, this evil person, and like her story is about cutting herself off from him imprisoning him or killing him and she finds out that she has to kind of like she's bonded to him in the she's got yeah. to just deal with what he yeah. is and move on but anyway we're jumping ahead a bit aren't yeah. we this is, but this we sort of get a hint of that don't we in this in yes Scott's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah okay so then what's the next scene oh it's kareem and, and kareem's in his house and on his boat yeah and nina turns it's up it's not a boat and she's not oh, even nina it's not a houseboat well it's like it's more like just a house on the dock oh okay anywho oh, okay she's prairie Yes, um, and she he's he's like cross with her in an, an upset way, and we feel. We How did she know where he lived? Uh, I... Had she been there before? I actually think she's happy yeah, there before, hadn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she sort of apologizes for not seeing him for lo- you know for, for losing yeah. him in the house. Um, so quite like she's saying, you know, it was like well I was in this room and then there was this tree and. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but she's, you know, he, he, she's, he's angry. This is when she shows him the video on the USB stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's what's that that we see exactly? The scene. So that the sort of red part of it is well, uh, Prairie says that's Buck, doesn't yeah. she? She says that, and, and he yeah. says that's Michelle. That's Michelle. Yeah. So that's Michelle stroke Buck. Yeah. As far as, and then, and then we see uh, Dr. Rhodes on there as well, don't we, talking? On, yeah. On the, oh, in fact, we see Dr. Rhodes no, first. No, that's right. Before. We see her first. Yeah. And, we, and she, say, she says, um, we started in a, a pure place, just listening to the dreamers. Um, so 
so and then I've, this came in this video came in and i wished i'd never looked at it yeah and i'm out um i wish you all the best but like i'm out as in i'm not having anything more to do with this yeah. anymore yeah and so at the end of the bit the Did little scene with it, yeah. with buck stroke michelle is is her stroke him opening the door yeah and there's sort of like all these kaleidoscopic lights coming out of the doors and and then but collapses on the floor, isn't it? Sort of, and then and it cuts. We don't really see what oh, happens. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, something. It's yeah, not. But it's not seem quite good. It's not. We don't really know what, why Doctor Rhodes thinks that video is so bad. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. this is like obviously there's been lots and lots of teenagers who've been through the house attempting a puzzle. Yeah. Um, it's not. You know, Fowler's is one of many. Really, yeah. isn't she? So, are we sure this is a this is a teenager going through the house? This is no, Buck going through the house. No, we don't really not. know that. No, do we, we don't know that. Yeah, but we so we yeah we don't think it's exactly necessarily that. This must be something else or some maybe a higher stage or something. Maybe, yeah, possibly. Oh, we don't really know anyway. What we, we know is yeah, that Doctor Rose know, doesn't know, like this video know. and thinks it's yeah thinks it's a reason to yeah be done with it. So yeah. and then cream is kind of sort of saying like just in some way sort of pulling a little bit more information out of the OA and she sort of like accidentally drops into the conversation that she's a traveler from another dimension (laughs) yeah I love this bit like I was I was a bit worried when she said this that um that Kareem was kind of gonna gonna go okay tell me more and like she's explain all about time traveling but no he does exactly what he should go which is like Get off my boat. Yeah. Get off my boat, you mad woman. <laughs> I have, because you have to remember, he has taken her out of a mental institution yes. on the premise that she's not mad, that she's yes. like under duress, that she's got information, that she's yeah. going to help him. And uh, and he's like, no, she's not. Oh, I've really screwed up here. Yeah. Because yeah. he, kind of, he kind of made the promise, didn't he, when they were, when he was just about to break her out of the thing, like, promise me you're not going to do anything mad, like, I mean, he might as well have said, say you're from another dimension, mightn't he? And then, then yeah. she just goes and does that. Um, um, and it's like, she's sort of like, I quite like her saying, like, do you think, I don't know, this sounds mad. I don't think, yeah. you know, it's not it's not hard for me to hear. Yeah. Um, anyway, we should stop throwing mad around. I think, yeah. I, feel, I feel anxious about uh, how mental illness is portrayed in this in this. Uh, yeah, thing in some ways, or at least it's our. Well, you could be saying it's sympathetic to people with mental illness that they had just to have a conception of different realities that mainstream people don't, and uh, and it's kind of you know it's giving them a bit of credence. But... Uh, I think most mental illnesses, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean the reason why the reason why um, Scott and Renata and Rachel and Prairie don't feel mentally ill is because they've all got the same hallucination and they can talk to each other about it, you know, yes. or, or non hallucination. Yeah. 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 I quite like the so Prairie's sort of um, little explanation, trying to explain to Kareem what's been going on. It's another little sort of you get a little inkling of the writer's sort of philosophy of multiverses here, don't you? Yeah. Like those yeah. saying, you know, it's like the thing that's happened to you in dreams, or it's those little. What do you think deja vu is? It's when you get a little glimpse yes. of the other multiverses, kind of thing. Which I quite I think, like, yeah. which yeah. is well, at least I can think of obviously one other famous use in popular culture about the kind of deja vu is uh, being a proof of something that's a bit wrong with your reality, which is obviously in the Matrix. Well, right, yes, yeah, yes, I remember. Yeah, in the Matrix. Yeah. It's in there, you just have a cat walking around twice. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what happens? So he gets gets cross, and Nina leaves, and, and Prairie leaves. Prairie leaves. Yeah. So her next action is to call the club. 
Yeah, Syzygy. Syzygy. Yeah. And so she's going to come in again. Yeah. Which is, which I'm very pleased about. I'm glad we go back to the club. Yes, I was glad we go back to the club. Yeah. I was expecting somebody to say, but the, we haven't got, we can't get you another can't. octopus that quickly. <laughs> that would be great. They said that on the phone to her. There's no way we can train an octopus up in this amount of time. You're quoting Ocean 12, I think, there. I think so. <laughs> Paraphrase. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, but so. but but before we see pra- um, Prairie in the club, mm-hmm. we see Scott back with Hap, don't yes. we? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, so so Hap sort of lets him out of his restraints and tells Scott that he's going to release him from the from the institution. Well, he has to do a little job before that, and we've got no <laughs> idea if if Hap's going to actually yeah keep up with that. I mean. I like Scott's first reaction to uh, asking to be done something with Hap, which is just to give him the finger. Yeah. Quite good. But then he said, then he says, if you let Renata go as well, then I'll do something for you. But you're kind of thinking, whatever Hap's going to ask you to do, it's not going to be good, is it? No. Like, really? And, and yeah. would you, but I guess he's, uh, yeah, he thought well. He, he decides to believe him. Maybe I, but because he's really Given that a little bit later, we see him crawling along a coffin-like oh. tunnel. At what point did he think, I'm actually going to renege on this deal this is and not, not do what Hap's asking me. Yeah. Did he uh, ever think that? Do yeah. we? I know we're going to see him a bit later on, but... Yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about that then. Well, but... we get to that, but before we yeah. get to seeing what Scott's actually doing, we see Kareem go back to Dr. Rhodes' house, don't we, in the woods? Yeah. Yes. He yeah. seems... So he's... Now when he goes in, like, he's visited her before yeah. and was just fairly relaxed. This time he's got his gun, he's anxious, he's, yeah. like knows so why do you think he's really super anxious just because everything's hotted up he knows that it's in the video of dr rose i guess he thinks that dr rhodes is might be under threat but but we don't know how old this video is do we either that it doesn't feel like it's just been sent i mean probably might only have just found it in the eye but it could have been there for a few days or something well, it's couldn't definitely it, really? been there from before from Prairie's before and from before kareem last visited dr rhodes yes. as well yeah so i don't know why he thinks dr rhodes is in danger no yeah but and as soon as you see where she's sitting, you think yeah. she's dead. I was kind of hoping she might not be because it seemed like obviously yeah. that she was. But anyway. Just feeding some crows. Oh, <laughs> that's grim. That was and, quite and she'd gross. Been, uh, she'd been, she had committed suicide, actually, rather than being being murdered. I didn't, wasn't certain no, how she died. I didn't think so. I thought, oh. I couldn't see what her cause of death was. No, I didn't. I so mean, she had blood coming from her head, but was I thought that was a crow that had done that. Yeah. Well, I thought she'd been shot and something just left her. But then why? I mean, yeah, if somebody killed her, they wouldn't just leave her there because. And they... he said that her body was warm as well, so it wasn't that dead. Had been dead for that long. So why had? So she... I thought she. I thought I didn't think she had killed herself. I thought that was just something Pierre Ruskin said later on. But... Right. So as so Kareem, so Kareem suspects him of. Killing her, I guess. Yes. yes. I hope people listen to this podcast and they like listening to two people fumbling around in the dark, not knowing what the fuck they're talking about, rather than, like, you know, some podcasts are like, well, I'll tell you some inside stories about this particular thing. Like, we haven't got any of those. Well, I'll tell you why. Not only do we not know any background knowledge, sometimes we haven't got the foreground knowledge. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why our podcast is like this is because... I really like people listening to people fumbling around, fumbling around talking about yeah. things, regardless of their much. So I suppose we have to say that that's what our podcast is that's like too. To yeah, that's fine. But anyway, yeah. But I'm not so, sure it was clear whether 
how what the cause of death had been a doctor wrote no. actually. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I think we yeah. can be not sure of that and put that on. Yeah. So Cream calls Mo. Uh, no, before that, we see Scott in the tunnel. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. this is his job. So a question here. Yes. He's in the tunnel under the house, is he? Yeah, must be. If he's in the tunnel under the house, how did he get there, first of all? And then how does Hap get... I don't think he's under the house. How, how does Hap get him out? What? what? Because he gets him out in order to take whatever the thing is out of his ear afterwards, doesn't he? A lot of questions there about the ear malarkey. Yeah, but bef- before the ear questions, like, where is it where Scott collapses on that sort of circular... Um, patterned flooring thing. I just thought it's in the house somewhere. How, if it's in the house, how did he get into the tunnel? To go to the club? Um... And, and if he did collapse in the house, how did he get out of the house? How did he get him out of the house? How, how doesn't he know that house, really, does he? But he might know... <laughs> He might know something because we know Hap is related. You know, Hap has a relationship with Pierre Ruskin yeah. and Nina. Um, and although it's Hap stroke... Um, Dr. Percy. Dr. Percy, you know, maybe he's integrated his memories thing. So maybe he knows some things from Dr. Percy. So maybe he does know. So he sent Scott into the club, that. got him to go through the tunnel with a, with a radio headset on so he can talk to him while he's in there. He's gone through the tunnel, he's collapsed in the house somewhere, and then Hap's got in to get him out again so he can bring him back to his lab. Is that what you're saying happened? That's what I'm saying is happening. Oh, it does look like the, the coffin tunnel going into the house. Where I can't else? see where else it's going to be. Where else is it going to be? Unless he's just trying random coffin-shaped tunnels. What was the... There is the room that's on the side of his lab that Rachel tried to look into. I'm wondering if that's anything to do with where. Yeah, we still don't know what's, still don't in, know that what's room. in there, do we? So there's a mystery. But has, has Hap just built a similar coffin-like tunnel in the room next to the lab? Just because maybe if you build a coffin-like tunnel, that might get you to. That's just silly. What, a bit like Field of Dreams. Build a coffin-like tunnel, and, and you'll get into the, the house or something. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, mm. okay. I, I'm not. I, I I'm not sure. I'm sure where Scott was exactly, but I'm sure it was going into the house. Yeah. But, um. So, Cream so, calls Mo. Yeah, to, to basically give her the video, and it's kind of like if I die, if I don't evidence. come back, yeah. is that? Yeah. Um, Mo's. Shall I not talk about her labour? Not too bad. <laughs> it's fine. She's got a doula. That is it. And this is Cream's baby, isn't it? Oh come on! It can't be his baby. But the whole story that he told Nina I'd, before. No, I don't before. think that. My my idea is. So she appears, Mo appears to be single because she's just with a doula, isn't yeah. she? So my idea is that she's, he said he didn't want to have children and she said, fine, they split up and she's got a, a sperm donor or something like that. Yes, oh yes, no, sure, that is what I don't think before. he'd it's be that Kareem's freaking, yeah. oh right, you know, yeah. he's just obviously, yes. he's still concerned about her because he still really yes. likes no, her. No, it's not Kareem's baby. And yeah. no, he wouldn't do that. She's just having a baby either... She's got pregnant and split up with the father of that baby, or she's got a sperm donor, she's yeah. which seems kind of more 2019 San Francisco somehow. Yeah. Sort of a, I do yeah. quite like the idea that somebody could be in early labour and still have a conversation, and you know that's yeah. that's fairly realistic. It's lucky you get a lot of these midwifery um, scenes in the, in the programmes we do for podcasts, isn't it? <laughs> Not really. I think everybody else finds it very boring. But it's lucky for you, go. I mean, as far as being like you know one of the hosts of the podcast. Yes, yeah, so I can annoy you all. Yeah. I just say though that I wouldn't. Whilst your contractions are eight minutes apart, I wouldn't be phoning at the hospital because it's still early days. 
if it's your first baby. That's all I'm saying. Do you think maybe in the US they have different kinds of ideas about this? Yeah, I suppose they might, and I don't actually know. But no. I mean, I'm tell obviously what, right. Tell you what, from <laughs> we can we'll pay an all expenses paid trip to find out the uh, the midwifery oh, features yes. in the US. Well, no, actually, actually, we're cheaper than that. We're going to ask: Could someone please email us mm. who knows about these things and say is that likely? I'd be really is it awfully likely? interested anyway. Just. Don't worry, and nothing to do with the podcast, but I'm always interested to hear about how it works in other countries. So, so what's your question for people about how, what's your question uh, exactly about how it works? Oh, I've got too many questions. Okay. The but main if question you want to share is, a birth story, yeah. I'm all, always up for listening to them. Yeah. Anyway, I quite like Mo, I really like Mo, and she's, yeah, she's, a good character. she's yeah. relaxed and calm. Contractions very short as well, I was going to say. <laughs> really, like nanoseconds, and she's fine. Anyway... But I like the way she says, don't worry, I've got this, you know, mm. that's, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so that's, I don't, I'm feeling we're not going to see her again, but maybe we Maybe will. not. Yeah. So back to the crazy club. Nina in the club. What is yeah. that first scene where you come in and there's a kind of acrobat with a weird, crazy thing on his head? It's not the same thing we saw the last time we went in the club. No. First yeah. So it's different. So. Well, um, can, I, can I just mention before mm. we go into the club, I'm, I'm curious as to how... Prairie chose what outfit she was going to wear to the club. Like uh, this, the last time, it was kind of quite a sort of like a smart dress, but she mean this time was quite quite strange, wasn't it? It's kind of like it had sort of it was kind of like black. It was look like shorts, and it had a sort of gold fluttery bit and down the bottom. And this is yeah. um, is that the thing that she gets into the bath? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so it likes rather. I mean, she's a tall woman, isn't she? Yeah, she yeah. can wear stuff like that and looks yeah. good. I don't. I don't have any language about clothes. I don't know. But I'm but just just imagining nice. her like Prairie going into like you know Nina's apartment. And she's got this whole kind of wardrobe of clothes and thinking, that one. I'm going to wear that one that tonight. Will be yeah. A new thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because actually, well, later on she does have some sort of. But isn't she? She's looking, or is this that now? When is it that she's looking at an old cigarette stub? Yes, yeah, so that's when she's getting the, ready to go to the club. Yeah, yeah. So she's looking at the lipstick and thinking, oh yeah, that's I'll, the lipstick I'm going to wear. Yeah. So she's wanting to look Nina-ish. How many days has it been since Nina's been in the flat? No one's cleared up the ashtrays. No, well, yeah. nobody has. No one's yeah. been in there. Um, so we meet, is it Victor, the guy that yes, she's talking to? Yes, who sort of runs the club, yeah. Who was there in the last time she was yeah, in yeah. the club? Yeah. And says, oh, Alex is so mad about the octopus. You <laughs> <laughs> thought there'd be more repercussions than that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Yeah. And who's Alex? Is he the other know. the other owner of the, the club? octopus wrangler? <laughs> He's like the, the guy, talking octopus wrangler. They're like the guy who looks after the big beastie thing in Return of the Jedi. Instead, <laughs> yes. He's like, oh no. Um, yeah. He, and you thought it could be quite a big deal for the club. We must have thought the octopus was like, you know, yeah. was sort of either expensive or difficult to hire. Or, yeah. yeah, I mean, quite a big deal, a big pull. The, the, yeah. the, the octopus that you can commute commune with um but anyway it doesn't seem to be too big a deal no. like you know Victor's getting on with it and saying you know so um, that's is he kind of implying that um oh you thought like because like prairie's gone to the club as nina he's expecting her to do one of her little dream performances yeah that, that's it? what i was thinking would yeah. happen um or... which obviously doesn't because later we see her going home to have a bath or to yeah. try and drown herself in the bath unless she does yeah. that when in when we're not when we don't see um, I think if she'd done another dream performance, we'd have, we'd have heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly this is getting a, initially a little bit of information off of Victor about what Nina's like. So she wants to, 
learn a bit more about Nina. She's yes. finally interested in Nina. Yeah. Um, and he says, oh, she's, uh, she drank she too much. Smoked too much. Smoked too much. Like sex too much. Enjoy sex too much. Which I have to say, it's, it's, it's a bit misogynist to say a woman enjoys sex too much. Too much, exactly. Yeah, I <laughs> Just, don't know. I mean, enjoy sex would be fine. I mean, but... we know that smoking and drinking have got health-related issues. Yeah, but... I don't think there's many health-related issues to liking sex too much, is there? Well, I suppose there is is having sex in in a in an unsafe, safe, unprotected way. Yes, I suppose so. So maybe she liked, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so then we meet... Elodie. Elodie. Yeah, it's great. I like Elodie. I yeah. do like Elodie. She pops yeah. up. She's an advisor, a yeah. guide. Although we do find out her surname here, don't we? It's uh, Elodie Exposition, isn't it? Elodie, yes. Well, or Miss Exposition. <laughs> Miss Exposition, Exposition yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. I was a little disappointed with this scene, I have to say. I thought, yeah. I think this this series for being such a complex series, it does very well in not over-explaining itself. Mm-hmm. And I just think the writers must have just got slightly cold feet in this thing, thinking we need to like just get a little bit more information out there. I don't, I don't think it was necessary, really. It, it, it was. It was really it, clunky. It did seem a bit yeah. clunky. Yeah. yeah it, was, it went on for a few sentences. Yeah, you it? might have like slipped one or two in there, but it just went on for quite a long time. Yes. Yeah. So what information do we get from Elodie? So we find out that she, unlike Prairie at the moment, who doesn't have any of Nina's memories, mm-hmm. Elodie appears to be able to integrate with the bodies that she travels into and understands their... She's just one of those really cool liberal people, isn't she? It's quite annoying in that way in some ways, isn't it? She can do everything. Yeah, fine. Um, But, you know, this does seem... It does seem... uh, I I get her. I mean, I I thought we've been a bit harsh on Nina and poor Nina is is who knows where. So I at least quite like that. Um, She also... She also brings about, as you were saying before, you, she says you're not going to escape Hap. From Hap, yes. And um, she's and so there's, there's something they say, isn't there, that, that Prairie and Hap and Homer are actually all bonded together. And the way that she talks about when Prairie first met Hap, which was in the New York subway, I guess, yep. wasn't it? And how, so, and how there's some parallel in dimension there at the moment of when... Uh, Nina met Dr. Percy mm. and these things happen at the same time in different dimensions is what Elodie is saying yes yeah. which um, yeah. yeah okay yeah. I'll go with that I'll go with that she didn't quite see how Homer fitted into that but no but well she might have met Homer at the same time but yeah. obviously Nina and Homer don't have any fang going on do they no and we still have we still have to have explained in this in this uh this series, or it doesn't have to be explained in this series, but at some point we want to understand why Dr. Roberts doesn't have any memory of being Homer. Well, as Scott, I, the other I'm, I'm going with the so that's you know, Homer's there, but for some reason, whereas in well, what do you mean you Homer's know, there? Homer's Homer's jumped into Dr. Roberts' yeah. body, but I, as I'm sure I've drone number four I think that Dr Roberts consciousness is stronger and couldn't bear this kind of conflicting thought about yes. thinking of Hap as such a baddie so in their case then it was Homer's consciousness that sank and is being squished down which I suppose is kind of borne out by what happened in this episode a bit isn't it because this is about whose memories are about you know Prairie's memories being dominant and dumping down Nina's yes. and, and Elodie saying I can have both of them in my head at once yes. 
And we don't know quite with Hap. We don't know how his memories... I was... It just occurred to me. Yeah. I mean, so Hap was a kind of medical doctor in in the other, in Michigan. In the Michigan universe. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's a psychologist. Yeah. Um... And he's got to be working on a day-to-day basis as a psychologist. I mean, he likes it, doesn't he? He likes his life. Yeah. Um, and, and he seemed to be respected by Dr. Roberts. He's got to come up with stuff. Where, with only what, Write like, papers, things like that? Well, yeah, we're just like day-to-day work with people and therapy. Is he just making it up on the fly? So you mean he does have some of Dr. Percy's memories because he knows how to be a psychologist? Yeah, or yeah. he's doing a really, really bad job. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does seem to be doing quite a bad job, doesn't he? Doesn't his, his ethics seem to be all over his the shop. Well, his yeah. ethics are always shot. But, but he also has he also has the medical memories of of Hap from the Michigan universe, doesn't yeah. he? Because he's doing these experiments on Scott and yeah. Rachel and things. Yeah. He sort of comes across as quite like he knows what he's talking about, or he knows how the language to use with Dr. Roberts when he's sort of saying about, yeah. oh, you know, you're you're having these these delusions and things like that. Yeah. And obviously he's not, it's not like, I mean, it'd be weird, wouldn't it, if your boss at work suddenly, you suddenly thought, you know what, I think they might have somebody from another dimension in because they seem to have no idea how to do It wouldn't be your first conclusion, would it? (laughs) No. They've been drinking a bit heavily or something. But yeah, but it would be odd if they suddenly couldn't do do their job. You'd notice. People would notice. Well, how how long is it that... um, Hap and Scott and Rachel and Renata have have before the before the the beginning of the story of this series. How long are they supposed to have been there? You know what I mean. How long ago do they jump? Know. I mean, I sort of think of it as the same amount of times that Prairie spent in Michigan with her parents and with the five. So she left Percy. Oh right. She left right. Hap. Yeah. Hap went back, did the jump, pretty much there and then. And then she had all that time with the five trying to work out. So, so a number of matter months. of months. Matter of months. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, did we mention that Elodie said that she had given something to Hap yeah. to give to you? To give... Yes. Was that what she said? Yeah. yeah. Something like, I wanted to give it to you, but I didn't think you would... Um, you would accept it, or you would, or something like that. Yes, yeah, she gave it to Hap. What, what did she? Did she give anything to Hap? <laughs> she had a, an evening with him. Yeah. Um, we don't know. We didn't see what Hap, that Hap, Hap had any of the little movement cues, did he? He once stuck to his finger at the end of the last episode. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, he stuck to his finger. She, I thought, so she gone to another, another dimension and then come back again. I guess. Because we were well, pretty yeah, sure she's... that she was going to another dimension at the end of that. Yeah, I mean, maybe she doesn't even need to go to another dimension. Maybe she can just travel within the same dimension. What? We don't know how Elodie no. travels, do we? Yeah. She'll probably tell us though at some point. Yes, she probably will. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so, yes. So, so we've got this concept that we need to integrate with Nina anyway. Yes. Which, so, so Prairie goes home, gets yeah. in a bath. Yeah. And think she's going to try and induce the state of getting more in touch with Nina by Well is she is she trying to associate herself with the with the young she's trying to associate herself with the young girl that both her and Nina once were, isn't it? In the yeah, so it says yeah. you've got to go back to like your shared timeline yeah. kind of thing. Um 
we've got Scott is a little bit more of Scott, I think, in 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 between these scenes of him. This yeah. is where he he he, he collapses in, in yeah. on the floor. We don't really know where. No, we don't really know where. Yeah. Um, I think this makes sense. The bath thing. It's Homer. Makes it's Homer's voice. Is 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 sort of saying is doing some of the speaking when you've got that kind of shot and an, an aerial picture of the bath and 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 uh, Prairie thinking about getting into the bath. Yeah. Um, oh, I think that was just her. Th- that was just her remembering some of the therapy that she did with Homer, like because you see her lying on the couch wearing different clothes. And oh, she's okay. talking about. Okay. okay yeah. Okay, so okay. that that Homer's voice there is just her memory of the therapy. That's, right. Yeah. So her saying, um, you know, wh- where the universe is split and things like that. Yeah. So. She has this okay idea. I'll go back. I'll experience a near, you know, drowning. Yeah. And then I will. That will take me back in my mind to that memory, and then I'll be in my little girl self, and then I'll be able to integrate with yeah. Nina, which so sort of I could, I could go with that. You okay. Don't go with well, that. you don't seem very convinced. Well, I mean, it's the problem. The problem with a storyline like this is that you. Sometimes you're given you're given a new set of rules, if you like, like like we have from Elodie or whatever that you know mm. you have to go back and integrate with, and then you immediately have to try and like fit everything around that and try and work out if everything that's come before sort of works with it. Yeah, and it's it's difficult in to assimilate everything that's happened and try and think is this a, a likely what the inter- likely the, the integrate the, the integration thing, yeah. What so that th- this is something she could that Elodie just does naturally. Oh, you mean how does this work for everybody? Yeah, well, how does this does does this fit with the rest of the story? It's I think you, know, you just need a lot longer to think about it, basically. Don't okay. you? And to work out if it works. I mean, it's, it's always a question, isn't it? You you always think when you're watching a series like you think, do the writers know everything about this, and I just haven't picked up on enough of the clues. Or are they slightly winging it and they haven't worked out all of the answers themselves? Well, a good writer can wing it but still manage yeah. to fill in the gaps without you yes. noticing. Yes, as long as, the, as long as the and as long as it feels fairly coherent, we're kind of okay yeah. with it. And I think that's what this one is. I think this is fairly coherent and we're okay with it, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, the need. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I. Yeah. I didn't have a big issue with it. I thought it was okay. Okay. No. 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 Yeah. No. I'm not saying I have a big issue with it. Yeah. Um, I tell you. I tell you what I do like. I was reminded, actually, I was reminded of my feelings about the OA that I had on watching the very first episode of the first series was that I really like the fact that um, Nina Stroke Perry's character is Russian. And and I think the reason for that, the reason why it's a really good choice is because in the, the West, particularly in like the UK or the US or whatever, we have so much of a stereotype about Russia and mm. what it's been like, it's particularly like with the you know, with the fall of the Berlin Wall and Russia becoming, you know, not more of a capitalist country. Mm. And we don't really, and we have all these stories about oligarchs sure. and all these things going yeah. on. And somehow it seems like a very, very good country for a sort of near magical, near magical story to emerge out of where, you know, mm. it's, it's just mysterious, isn't it, Russia? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's got kind of, a, yeah. it does seem a, a country of myths and... Yeah. Yeah. In ways that if she was, say, Spanish or French or something, yeah. it would be nearly the same. Like, Russian's yeah. a really good a really good pick, I think, of, yes. like, a yeah. nationality for her character. 
and that's and that's mainly down to our or my at least a lack of knowledge of Russian culture. I guess yeah. it's yeah. it's a, an incredibly massive country with with yeah lots of diversity. Yeah, that we really are very yeah well yeah. And I'm you can fill in masses of the gaps yourself that. without yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean I know there will be there will be people who. Of Russian descent who know a lot more about Russia, obviously, yeah, about this, but, but I like it. It's, yes. For me, it works really well. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, what have we done? So she's gone backwards, um, the little scene of her going back in the, in the whole thing in the bus and blah, 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 blah. It's kind of the end of that scene, isn't it's it? The end of that yeah. scene. Yeah. So um, Kareem... Goes to see Rus, uh, Rushkin. Rus, yeah. yeah. How does he know where he is? Or get into his house? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we'll uh, let that one slide. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Here's so, an investigation. why does he want to go and see him? Well, he's found yes. dead Dr. Rhodes, isn't he? Right, no, that's yeah. an easy one. Okay, yeah. we've got an answer for that one. Yeah. Okay, so my big thing in this scene is I was going all the way through thinking, is that actually Homer? Yeah, it's another thing of choosing an actor that looks a little bit like another actor, isn't it? Yeah. He does just look like him, but it's not him. Yeah. we haven't. This is the first time we've seen Ruskin, isn't it? We haven't actually yes. seen what he looks like until now. Not yeah. Kirk Douglas. He's not Kirk Douglas. <laughs> Categorically not like, Kirk Douglas. Like Why did you think he was yeah. Kirk Douglas? <laughs> um, so, he seems... Quite, it has this kind of noirish vibe to it, I think, this scene. Yeah. Of Ruskin knowing, being... Several steps ahead. Have you seen the film uh, Ex Machina? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, it very much reminded me of the Oscar Isaac character in Ex Machina. Yeah. He's like, like yeah, that. Okay. Um, in a way, he's sort of like this all-knowing tech guru who kind of is like all-powerful. And like, there's nothing really you can say to him that he doesn't know what's going on. Like, it's obvious from the get-go that he, he sort of... He he employed um, Kareem, didn't he, to do this investigation? Like you know, it was all he was all tricked into it, which we definitely find out later when we see wow. Michelle and the grandmother. I yeah. hadn't actually got that. Oh, oh, right. no. yes. okay. <laughs> yeah, and also because he says, he says, yeah. uh, he says he That's... was surprised when he saw when he when Kareem had busted um, Prairie out of the institution, yes. uh, or Nina yeah. as he yeah. thought Nina yeah. out of the institution, but he knew he was going to do that. Uh, but he knew that what Kareem was up to. So Kareem was yes. obviously being followed all this time. Or, so yeah. Yeah. he has. So even yeah. when he wandered around and he broke into the, the the sort of place where all the dreamers are sitting there. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, he he's being observed himself. He thinks he's yeah. observed, but actually he's being watched. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so. And, right. and, it, make, and it, makes, it makes sense, doesn't it? Because, yes. I mean, okay, let's. But yeah. why? Why? Well. Okay, well, uh, I'll explain just a minute because we get to that in just oh, a minute. Oh, I've um, got a safe shot to drop my pad. Go so, before we have the explanation for this, we have Ruskin says, I want to show you something inside. Yes. And inside his his apartment is Michelle Stroke Buck and the grandmother who employed Kareem in the, in the very first instance yes. to look for her. Yeah. Who doesn't seem to think that the Michelle in bed is actually Michelle. She says, she says, but she's still in the house. Yes. Does she mean that her mind's not there and her mind's in the house? Or what is she saying? Or that she feels this is, like, this is Buck, this isn't Michelle, this is somebody from a different dimension. It's not really explained, is it? But We don't yeah. think, we've seen, like, Buck is still in Michigan, as far as we're aware as well. Yes, we haven't seen, no one from Mich the Michigan dimension has jumped in this dimension yet, no. as far as we know. Yeah. So... Yeah. Hang on, 
But why? But why has he employed him? Well, because the thing he shows him just as he's trying to leave is he says there was actually four things that the dreamers. Oh God! Dreamers, yeah, yes. right. Sorry. So there was the. So that yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. why he. Well, wants let's go. Him. Just go through them again. So there's the the uh, double staircase, the rose window. What was the other? And the tunnel. The tunnel. Like the coffin, coffin tunnel. And then the fourth thing, which they say is a man's face, and then they get. I like the little video he's got of all the yeah. um, all the people doing artist impressions that they got in, and it's Kareem's face. Yeah. And that's that's really good. I like that. Because then it makes you think, oh, all this has been, all this has been planned and Kareem has been like duped and has been sort of the, Ruskin has known all about him all along. Yeah. So, okay, so I get that. So the whole Michelle thing has just been. A lure for Kareem. A lure for Kareem. Yeah. But, so did Ruskin, but then the grandmother seems to be genuinely feel that she still lost her granddaughter somehow. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, we didn't. That's all she said. So we don't know any any more than that. And we don't actually know what Ruskin's gonna get Kareem to do now, do we? So doesn't it cut like Kareem sees that it's his face that's being drawn? Yeah, that's... and then that, that's it, isn't it? That's like you know we we don't know any more than that after. Yeah, we cut to Nina after that, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So that's where we're left. Like. I mean, okay, uh, uh, your theory on this. Mine? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I don't know. Well, okay, um, so... Are we going to take the... It's the equivalent of taking taking the fifth, taking the uh, fifth amendment in that... Well, I'm going to call it taking the octopus, <laughs> where you get the octopus scene come in and there's so many possibilities of what could be going on. You say, I'm just not even going to, I'm not even going to discuss them. No, no, I'm going to wait until the next episode for it to be explained. No, no, I'm yeah. not that much of a coward. I'll try it. But, um. Why is, why are they all dreaming about Kareem's face? Well, I don't know why that is. But just, well, I, I think because Kareem is obviously linked to Prairie in some way. Yeah. I feel that Prairie is essential for this house puzzle, solving the house puzzle. It's, I mean, in the way that Elodie said that Prairie was linked to Hap and Homer, that wasn't mentioning anything about Kareem, was it? Where does Kareem come in? And Kareem is nowhere to be seen in the Michigan reality. Ah. Although, Ooh, what? somebody, were you thinking about that email that some... Oh, no, I wasn't. I was just having a different theory then. You can oh, tell me about that email in a second. Okay. What about this theory, okay? Okay. Homer, Homer from the Michigan reality, or the, the kidnap reality actually jumped into Kareem's body instead. Kareem is the link between Kareem and the Hap and Prairie. Not actually, actually a different looking body. No, actually, I don't even like that theory, even as I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's... Okay, I'll forget that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, somebody, this is just the link of, because if if Kareem is an intrinsic part of, you know, the, OA, the OA's yeah. life... Well, we said the the syzygy thing, the sort of the the Brother, male sister. the male shadow of the female yes. prairie. Yeah. So, but where was he in Michigan reality? Yeah. And somebody suggested he could be her, the boy that was adopted. Oh, by Abel and Nancy. If it was the boy that was adopted, then Abel and Nancy would be his parents in this reality. Is that not possible? Uh, yeah, it could be. I mean, we don't know how he's ended up in San Francisco, do we? It could be. 
we don't know anything about this this reality table and Nancy. Oh, except we do pra- know no, that Nancy. Pra- Prairie had one conversation on the phone with her, didn't she? Yeah. Um, maybe he's fooling out with his step. I'm not step parents, yeah. rather adoptive parents. Adoptive parents. That is a possibility. Yeah, I like that possibility. I do quite like that. Still doesn't explain why all the dreamers are drawing his face though. No, well that no. doesn't matter. Then we don't need to know that. No, That's okay. just a, a crazy thing. Yeah. Um. Okay, and we don't really know why the grandmother. So, do you think that the grandmother was just paid by um, Ruskin? Ruskin to go and employ him. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Just thinking he's a sort of like he's a sort of guy that will go along with this kind of like oldie worldy kind of charm of the Korean grandmother. Or. Yeah, I don't know. Or just just a good private investigator who. Well, she was offering him like thirty two thousand dollars, so that was that was fine, wasn't it? Maybe he's yeah, a private okay. investigator needs some money. But why did you have to go to this long extent of having like a you know a, a, a woman who barely spoke English go to him? You could have just you know had a anybody go and approach him and say, "Can you do some?" Work Can you find this me? missing girl? Yeah. Well, why you... not just? Could you just go and see you know Pierre Ruskin? He's got a thing. He needs to tell you. Well, we don't know what what Pierre Ruskin wants Kareem to do, do we? Yet, and I we suppose what, yeah. he needs he needs him to have learned a bit in his own way about what's going on. We're not really sure how much Pierre Ruskin knows about what's going on. We no, yeah, we yeah. don't know if Pierre Ruskin knows that Nina and is no longer Nina. Nina, yeah, or not completely Nina. And he seems quite relaxed about the fact that Nina is not being sort of returning his calls, kind of thing, and. Does he know about... Well, he wasn't initially because he was really cross in the hospital. Yes, he was really cross in the hospital. Does he know about Nina and the club and doing the dream tapes with the octopus? We don't know if she knows, but he knows about that. I kind of imagine he'd be a man that would know lots of things. Yeah. And the club is obviously intimately connected to the house. The house, and yeah. everything. We will find this out in the next episode, I think, won't we? Yeah. Presumably the last episode of the series, episode eight, isn't it? We found out somebody said something. We, we actually we actually didn't actually know how many episodes there were no, in the series. I was guessing. To... But unfortunately, we, we I'm sure the person who emailed us didn't mean to, but they said, have I missed out on the last two episodes of the podcast? Which kind of let us know that... I'm actually so weirdly paranoid. I'm thinking they might be playing around and there's three more episodes that they just said that. And I mean, I haven't even looked. It's good not knowing though, isn't it? It was good not knowing knowing because you're you're having to question yourself about the story about... Yes, because you've got different expectations depending on how long you've got a story left. And I am expecting the last episode to... The next episode to be the last one in the series. Okay, okay. Right. Um, We have got one more uh, thing. We've got Hap with... Doing crazy ear experiments. Oh yes, we missed that out, didn't we? Slightly. That was a little bit before. Yeah, Pierre this Ruskin, is yeah. in amongst it yes. all. Uh, sort of yeah, after when he's after he sees Michelle and before so he realizes where he thing. pulls something out of Scott's ear, like he did with Rachel. Yes. And then he eats it. <laughs> yes, and he seems to get some kind of memories, some or experience. We hear voices over him. anyway, don't we? Yeah. yeah, my vibe was that he was learning something this creature he ate. I mean, we've seen people eat things in order to learn knowledge before, haven't we? And it did look a little bit like a magic mushroom, just a little tiny bit. <laughs> so. But I don't think Scott's been growing magic mushrooms in his ears. <laughs> I thought it wasn't it because 
it looks like a wiggly worm thing mm. and then it comes out and it sort of look goes into a flower yeah and it has a butterfly i thought initially it was a butterfly then it looked like a flower and then he kind of cuts the stamen out yeah and then he and eats, eats that. that yeah oh so so what's your theory on this <laughs> <laughs> is that like tip for tack because i asked you last time yeah. well scott has we don't know where he passed out exactly but we so yes scott being an interdimensional traveler as rachel was has when you this is my theory yeah when you that i'm making up on the spot yeah yeah getting that. um when you travel to a different dimension something happens in your brain something to do with the memory of your previous personality that grows little magic mushroom type things on your brain that come out your ears and if you can get these things out of your ears and other people eat them they can access those memories i didn't <laughs> okay you asked me to come up with theory on the spot okay. and i did what you asked <laughs> i think my theory is is that it's something haps developed that's like a strange recording device so in the same way that maybe he wanted to experience record what the near-death experiences were going on oh okay i like this this is something so that he rather than having to say you've gone here and done this and what happened yeah he can actually have a playback of what somebody's experienced by sticking a thing in their ear and then eating it when it comes out again and right. turns into a flower you'd have thought I understand the recording part of that. Like you put a little kind of like thread-like thing in someone's brain that records things. But you'd have thought the technology of the playback would be something other than eating it, wouldn't you? Yeah. Maybe yeah. you just couldn't get a GoPro to stick on his head or something. You think you'd have eaten the GoPro as well? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, I think well, that's probably... Well, no, no, no. We missed one, one scene at the end mm. where uh, Prairie, now talking like Nina with a Russian accent... Asked to see Dr. Percy. What are we going to call yeah. her? We have to call her Nina now. She's speaking of the Russian accent. Oh, we could just call her the OA, as she has been, really. She's always that. True. I think yeah. she's becoming closer in this kind of integrated person. So, yes. So, she's she's going to see Dr. Percy. Yes. What do you think she's going to do? I don't know. I'm quite... This is going to be good, because she... Well, we know that Hap has some kind of, you know, Hap thinks of her as his companion in this sort of like this journey, doesn't he? He yes. said that to Elodie, didn't he, in a previous episode? And Elodie seems yeah. to think that she is as well. Yeah. It's going to feel a bit weird, isn't it, if like Prairie and Hap do become sort of like, you know, accomplices in some ways. It's a bit sort of, you know, kidnapper and kidnappee from the um, previous thing, isn't it? Which is feel a bit strange won't it like yeah, he's a bit, icky. Yeah, a bit icky yeah because it's always been yeah uh, yes that yeah. would be a bit icky but i quite like the idea that they need have some kind of need have this bond. Another, bond yeah or something. yeah and maybe this is i mean ultimately the, the key thing is the one thing that um OA has wanted all along, really, really needed is, is or her goal has been Homer. So yes. whatever I think has happened next week, it's about getting Homer back. It doesn't quite feel like her goal so much anymore, does it? With that information from Elodie, like she, at the beginning of this series, she was kind of like, I've got to find Homer. 
I'm really in love with Homer. All I need to do is find Homer and we need to be together kind of thing. She's moved away from that a little bit. It's not like her her relationship with Homer doesn't seem to be her prime concern now, I wouldn't say. Well, I think other things have been going on, but yeah. I think that's what she's all about, really. Okay. And that was in the first season as well. I mean, everything has been about finding Yes, it. but do you not feel that, you know, she, this information she's got from Melody about, like, you know, her and the Hap and Homer and this sort of, like, this triumvirate bond or whatever there's something more important than the the, the, the relationship between two of them going on mm. they're sort of they're interdimensional travelers and original angels or whatever it's not just about oh. getting a boyfriend is it <laughs> which yeah. Well, yeah. No, i quite like the references to well, i've got a boyfriend who just doesn't yeah not yet. yeah um he can't remember me okay so things that are needing to be wrapped up in the last, the last, probably the last Seriously, episode. Seriously, there's only one episode left because there's a lot. There's okay. Lot well, so yeah, we've we don't got... necessarily know this is going to be the, the um, only series. Is it? They can leave some open ends, but oh, right. all of the, got all of the five in the other. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so we've got hey, Let's go back to the fact that I mean, really, Ruskin's. We didn't really talk that much about it, but Ruskin's aim. He's a bit like Hap, isn't he? He believes in as much as like space travel changed our view of ourselves and humanity blah blah yeah. blah that being able to look out the rose window then and see whatever and solve gonna, the puzzle will change society's consciousness yes was his be, phrase, be think, more amazing yeah. Than, yeah. than that concept yeah so that's quite a big thing i have no idea what he means by that really no i yeah. know yeah um we've got uh, the, the 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 breaking out of Homer. I feel that I feel that's likely to happen in the next episode. Yeah. Homer and Doctor Roberts integrating. Yes. Yeah. We've got the Prairie coming to terms with having all of Nina's memories as well, so she'll know everything that's that Nina's about. Yeah. Too. I mean, she might be at that stage already. But, but she yeah. probably does. But we might. Well, we're going to find out a little bit more, I imagine, about what Nina's yeah. life is about. We're going to find out what exactly uh, Ruskin wanted Kareem to do. Like, you know, they just kind of left at his apartment at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. Why was he? Why was he employing him to do all this investigation? What was all that about? Um, we got we hope the BBA is going to jump from the other reality, or at least her, anyway. Probably oh, that was yeah. another thing. I think um, I also realised as I was wandering around and as you do in life, walking. Um, yes. Things that I thought we should also have a, oh, I realised when I was actually having listened back to the last podcast, you did really stupid things that I didn't get. Okay. So, well, one Well, you made thought, a list of these. I hope it's not too long. When I say it's a list, I think it's only one point. <laughs> okay. But the main thing was I thought this... Oh, the, the, oh this is going back to Jesse. Um, and the previous episode where Jesse died. Yes. Yeah. So Jesse was talking, when he was talking to BBA's uncle. Yes. He's talking about death. So therefore, because we were saying, was it an, a, an OD or, or you know, accidental or was it suicide? But he's obviously been thinking a lot about death. So he, Jesse has. Jesse has. And how death is a gentle journey. So he must, therefore it must have been a suicide because it was, or at least it gives it more evidence that it was a suicide. Right. Yeah. Um, and also, but I was thinking about the fact that Jesse died, and I still wonder if it's possible that Jesse might have um, been might might have crossed dimensions as well. Oh right, okay. Yeah, so and we don't... because we did have Steve doing 
those movements all the time and yep. we know that movements and death and things. That is a hell of a lot to cram into one episode, isn't it? So it's going to... Mm. I'm sorry, yeah. I think this might be some other things. And yeah. we've got to go back to Mo and uh, see how close her contractions are now. I can't remember we spent the whole of the next episode just on the birth. Yeah, that wouldn't sort of totally surprise me. No. And then when it comes out, it's an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> what do we call it? Oh, Old yeah. night. Yeah. Right. Anyway, okay. So... um That'll just about done it for this episode, isn't it? I think. I have nothing more to say. Uh, yes. So, um, if you have any comments on the podcast, we always love to get emails from people. Just uh, send them to the Overanalysis Podcast at ethancrane.com. That's C R A N E dot com. And otherwise, we'll see you for what we think might be the last Probably. episode of the series, but we're not entirely sure. Not entirely sure. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.